In a world where full-length motion pictures exist, two men have the power to navigate their stories. Join Jeff and Michael as they attempt to recall some of their favorite movie memories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Movie Memories Podcast, hosted by myself, Michael, and Jeff. That's right. Michael and I are going to challenge each other each week to recall our favorite movies from memory. It won't be a movie we've seen recently, and we won't know the movie ahead of time. Then we'll go rewatch the movie, talk about parts that we missed, talk about our favorite parts, and maybe even talk about things that we didn't know beforehand. So sit back, relax, and see if you can rise to the challenge. Do you have the episode ready yet? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I think so. Uh, did you end up playing Diablo while I was gone? No, I didn't, actually. You didn't? I was a good man. You're a good it. boy. You could have played other characters. No, no, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna play. I've actually almost. I've almost quit cold turkey, man. I haven't. I haven't played at all. Yeah, it's funny. I, I mean, I didn't play Tuesday before we left. So I think the last time I played was Monday or Sunday, and then we left, and so I haven't played since, you know, a full week now. And uh, it's like it's out of my system. Like I've finally gotten over the hump where I'm not thinking about wanting to play. Right. The addiction but, has subsided a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It subsided a little bit. But that being said, I was like, you know what? You know, maybe sometime this week I'll hop on there just to see plus or just wait for the season. <laughs> wait for the first season or whatever. Yeah, but, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Take it in smaller doses. It was gung ho for a really long time and then. I'm okay with like, like letting really, it subside a little really bit. Really yeah. gung-ho. <laughs> yeah. Play, play a few Call of Duty sessions, maybe. Anyway. You finally got a, you got it ready? You're going to challenge it ready. me to a movie. Yeah, I got to challenge you this movie here. And okay. uh, I got to challenge you this here movie. <laughs> Did you watch it? I watched and almost all of it. I'm, I have 30 minutes left. Did you watch it because you were like, I haven't seen this in forever, so I have to watch it? Or do you watch it just because you wanted to be prepared? Will that give it away? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I say that so that I'm not like, it's the fear factor still of just being like, oh, is this a movie that we both really know? Or did Jeff have to dig deep and (laughs) rewatch it? I mean, you you have a better library knowledge movies yeah well our our track record of like oh did this happen here did this happen there like i yeah i wanted to i wanted to just refresh every every little uh plot point that got so-and-so to so-and-so and so so on oh boy because there is actually a lot of that (laughs) i didn't i really didn't think there was (laughs) i was like there's not there's nothing to this movie point a to point b and that's it no, I mean, like, if you really look at it, there is a lot going on. But, uh, All right, go for yeah. It, so, um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you director and I uh-huh. want you to tell me what you think of when I tell you the director. Oh, the director. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, so you, oh, you're I'm just going to tell you clue. a director, not necessarily oh. the director. Oh, go ahead. It'll give uh, you a hint. Maybe if you know who the director is. Okay. Uh, Cronenberg. That's a director. That's a director. <laughs> Cronenberg. David Cronenberg. Never heard of him. You ever heard of? If, uh, if I did, I would. You know, uh, like Scanners. 
Or oh yeah. Drum. Okay. Uh, See, so you, you said get to fly. Like, yeah. You yeah. said you know director, and in my head I was pretty confident. Like, oh yeah, I can get a director. But also, you do have a better knowledge of <laughs> uh, directors and writers than I know. Than definitely than I do. I know mostly, that for sure. Mostly directors. I don't know yeah. writers that well. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah so uh, scanners he, and the fly. The fly video drum. He's done some some stuff okay he's he's so, known okay you remember rick and morty when they talk yeah. about being cronenberg yeah cronenberg's yeah cronenberg okay it's they're referencing like the fly and his like grotesque yes uh gore yeah yeah exactly the makeup and everything yeah so okay. he was actually supposed to he was in line to direct this film oh, that i'm challenging well, you to and he actually was like involved in a lot of the production design before they took him off the film so is it a monster movie <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> all right well uh, okay what's the next clue because that i'll say it's not a monster movie it's not a monster movie okay okay uh takes place in the future okay okay uh what else can i give you I won't give it away because <laughs> it'll totally give it away if i tell you um takes place in the future yeah. Okay. There are a lot of one-liners in this. Is it a comedy then? No. Oh. I mean, it could, you could see it that way. Could be. Could oh. Be a comedy. Is this? Uh, man, I'm not going to do so hot if this is what it is. <laughs> is it Total Recall? <laughs> <laughs> is it? See you at the party, Richter. <laughs> <laughs> Richter. The only reason I thought of it is because I was thinking of uh, the chest. Uh, baby thing the psychic yes uh, the chest coming. baby yeah the chest baby <laughs> he, i'm pretty sure he designed and that cronenberg but in the head thing yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah 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 i was just thinking of that style of practical effects and mm-hmm. grossness and then the guy that explodes yes uh oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i i couldn't tell you the last time i watched total recall so uh. Well, do your do your best and forget the rest. What? How did it start? Do you remember any of the beginning or opening at all? No. All I can think of is that I could think of the basic. Or I'm not going to even be able to say, think of the basic plot. I can think of part of the basic plot where okay, Schwarzenegger's character. Uh, it's on Mars, right? It all takes place on Mars. Part of it does. Oh, well, he travels to Mars. Yes, eventually. <laughs> But he has his memory wiped, and I can't remember why. Um, yeah, I can't even think about how the movie begins. I've seen this. I've seen Total Recall maybe. I mean, I've seen it like four times. But uh-huh. like I said, I can't tell you the last time I watched it. Maybe I've watched it like, I don't know, 10 years ago at least. <laughs> I don't watch it anytime recently. I, I haven't watched it since before watching. I didn't even watch the original after the, what, it, uh, what's his name? Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin the Farrell. Yeah, one yeah, came yeah. out. That was in 2012. Yeah. yeah so uh, I watched that movie and I watched <laughs> this one before that. <laughs> okay. Do you, so it's uh, been a minute. Trying to think of, Get, do you remember any of the actors other than Schwarzenegger? Um, uh who is or the guy names. no i couldn't tell you the character names and who is the guy um 
attached to the little psychic guy. Oh man. I he's know in that a guy's bunch face. of stuff. Yeah, he's yeah, in a yeah, bunch yeah. of stuff. I can picture his face. Marshall Bell. Okay. Yeah, I can Would picture his face. Um I can picture that actor. There's a woman in this movie and I can't think of her. Like um, his who plays, you know. There's his wife, quote unquote. Yeah. And then the woman that he's in love with. <laughs> it's his wife because he doesn't remember that it's his wife. It's his wife because she's playing his wife. Okay. There's a lot in this movie. There's a lot going on. Enough to make you question whether it's real or not. Yeah. Like whether or not what's happening is actually happening or if it's just a part of this simulation in his head. Okay. Like it's. Yeah. And I can't remember the motivations for that occurring, why so, they're trying to get to him. But uh, uh, yeah, that's really, I can just, I can picture the, <laughs> like we were just talking about the effects. I can picture the dude that ends up exploding, like inflating and exploding with the steam coming out of his. I think you're mixing two movies. That's, Am I? Yeah, there's a scene what in uh, that? Big Trouble in Little China. Little China, that's, that's <laughs> Big Trouble, Little China. But a similar that's thing <laughs> happens. A similar thing, just not as not as exaggerated as that. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, there's no pressure on Mars, like no air pressure. So as soon oh, as yeah. you get outside goes, the dome, you know. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, I do kind of remember <laughs> that. And then, like I said, I can remember the little... Thing that goes around his head i can remember the guy gross uh sticking out of his the dude's chest and am i right he's a psychic right or there's something about him being a telepath yeah. or something he is he has to like uh, he has to touch hands with schwarzenegger yes. and he says open your mind open your mind and he has, <laughs> i like, wish a he sounded voice. like that he does not yeah. at all <laughs> oh i <laughs> thought does. he did i know every time i watch it i'm like i i think it's a deep like a deep voice but it's not he has a regular voice and then oh. all the like as he's saying open your mind the reverb kind of makes it deeper because you just oh. hear it over and over again okay maybe that's softly. what i was sticking out in my head but yeah i yeah. thought he had like this weird voice and I, so i remember like all of that kind of stuff and i remember like where i can kind of picture the it's, it's like an alley a street um mm-hmm. on mars like there's but, cars and stuff like that driving yes, through there yes yeah. Yeah, like I remember all of that, but man, nope. No, then that's nothing. that's about all I, I <laughs> can remember, and I can't even remember the resolution of. I can remember there's a scene, maybe in his apartment with his wife. Yeah, where does he end up killing her? Eventually, but not there. Yeah. Oh, okay, not in their yes, apartment. But I can remember he's the one that pulls the trigger to kill his wife. Well, mm-hmm. the one that's playing him. Yeah, playing his wife. Yeah, playing his wife. Yeah. Um. I remember that. I'm trying to remember the bad guy. There too. There's uh, Michael Ironside. Okay. He plays Richter. Yeah. Richter. And, <laughs> Richter. Okay. and then Cohagen, who's played by uh, Ronnie Cox. He's in a ton of like 80s movies. He's and isn't Cohagen? Yeah. Wasn't he like one of his friends or playing as his friend or something like that? Like he knew Cohagen or was supposed so to. So there's a there's some secret agent stuff going on, and yeah. he used to work for Cohagen. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I remember. I kind of was... want you to like watch it and experience this again because yeah. I don't want to well, give yeah. it all away. I was gonna say, don't <laughs> give it away because this is this is gonna be one of those times where, like, we've had some other movies where maybe we didn't we yeah. weren't able to get this a lot. Like, uh, we were able to get a very glossed over version, but I can I can picture things with this movie, but I can't. I couldn't together. start yeah, like, to tell you. I couldn't even start to tell you the story. But Cohagen, when you said his name, that did stick out as I feel like I remember that they had some sort of relationship. Like he wasn't no he wasn't a bad guy right off the bat, or made to seem as a bad guy right off the bat. And I can't remember the other guy, Richter. I now that you said his name, yeah, but Blair I can't inside. even picture him. I can't even he's picture in, the character. He's a one-armed guy in uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know who he is, yeah, but okay, I can't. I couldn't remember his character at all. Yeah, and I can picture the street. I can picture the thing that he goes, the machine that he uh, is put in, and I can remember. Yeah, the psychic chess guy, and I'm sure everybody that's listening to this is like, yeah, okay, so you've seen pictures of Total Recall, that's, <laughs> <laughs> of course. So that's all you can remember. I have seen the movie. But yeah, like probably easily uh, fifteen years ago. When I was a kid, seeing Quato is his name. The yeah, the thing in his belly that scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah, like I just had like thoughts about that. Oh, there's, there's a man it's in his belly. His, and Aaron because his skin's a little glossy. And it like, is glossy. It's just all the effects in this movie. Yeah, um, are great because they're they're practical and they're they're gross. practical and they're <laughs> gross. And they're just on the edge, if not just over the edge of like hokey, like, okay, it's a little yeah. cartoony. It's a There's little, a lot of you know, dark comedy and yes. satire in this. I was yeah. going to say, I do remember that about the movie is like, it's an action movie, but it's not a straightforward action movie. There's nope. a lot of dark comedy and stuff in mm -hmm. it, um, which if I remember right, doesn't really line up with the remake they made with Colin Farrell. Not at all. They, they tried to take it a little more seriously. They tried to like combine Blade Runner with Minority yeah. Report and like make it plot, real glossy. Does the plot somewhat revolve around like they need to get something out of his memory? Yeah. They need mm -hmm. him to remember something. So they set him up in this world or set him up with people around him trying to get that information from him. Not quite. Okay. But, I mean, there is someone who wants his memory. Yeah but it's really like convoluted plan. Yeah. And, and he can't remember. It's revealed towards the end of the movie. Yeah. He does have amnesia, right? Like he doesn't Ish. remember. He doesn't, he doesn't know that he does. Okay. That's yeah. 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 He doesn't <laughs> I mean, anyone doesn't who has amnesia what, wouldn't know. It. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, true, he, but th like he, he thinks that like he's living his life and there's yes, nothing going on, but there's right? a whole other life that he's lived. There's a whole yes. other personality. Mm -hmm. Like he's not who he is yet. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah I can remember that. Little <laughs> if bit. I'm not me, then who the hell am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to watch this because it means that, I mean, this is truly going to be with fresh eyes and I've seen like a million clips and I know that, I've heard some quotes and probably have used some quotes that I've forgotten that are attributed to the movie, but um, this will be fun. Yeah, the second half will definitely be fun too because I <laughs> yeah. really want to go. I'll, I'll make really good notes because, yeah, again, I haven't watched this in so long. I'm sure I'm going to need to watch it like twice. <laughs> like I would I'm definitely, watch it. yeah, 
look, pay attention to the automobiles for one. Okay. That's like a, I just, when I was watching it this this time through, that really stuck out to me was the cars are driving. If I can think, they don't, it's, they're not like futuristic looking, right? Not at all. Yeah, they look I mean, like, they, like 80s they cars. They tried, but they oh. they failed. But <laughs> just just watch just watch it and you Don't they kind of look like old though? Hmm. With like future slapped onto it. I'm trying to picture I hesitate like, to give you my opinion before you see it. Are they Go really on. tiny? I'm trying to picture yeah. like isn't there a car chase in the city? In, They're literally in one of the golf streets? carts. They're just golf yes. carts. The, yeah. the whole movie they they use golf carts. I'm pretty now sure. Now that you were talking about it, it's like I was just picturing it and it's the type of, you can tell that the streets, it's a set. Oh, like yeah. everything was built. Yeah. Kind of. And I think that's how they saved a lot of money is just by, you yeah. know, using these golf carts and dressing them up. And I think there's even a scene where you see the wheel and <laughs> like the steering wheel. Yeah. And it looks just like one of their, like one of those usual golf cart wheels, you know, steering wheels. So, it's just like a pole that comes out with the thing at the end. Yeah, it almost makes it feel like a miniature because I remember there's not a really wide shot of the streets when they're in it. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So, you know, we just went to Denver and we went to um, this art exhibit called Meow Wolf. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. And describe it. It's this, there's a few all over the country. Um, there's one in like, I think San Jose, Denver a few other cities. I think there's one in LA, but it's a huge art installation that's supposed to be interactive and each place has a semi theme. And this one is, was called the convergence where it's kind of like space future themed. Oh, okay. Literally it's a four story building, huge building that you just, you walk through and there's rooms with lots of doors that are just filled with funky stuff like just weird art and some of it's interactive like you can push buttons or open a little door some of it's not there's a lot of sensory stuff audio mm-hmm. lights uh some smells in some places it's it was really cool but i bring it up because it was like this funky futuristic space theme and one of the areas was like a alien street huh. that you walk down it had like shops and neon lights and these uh, half a bus cut in half and uh, something that almost looks like a DeLorean with its wheels tilted on the side. It's supposed to be a hover car that you yeah, can get yeah, in yeah. and flip switches. But yeah, there was like a pet, an alien pet store and all this just like funky stuff. And it just now that we're talking about Total Recall and I was picturing the streets, I was like, yeah, it's not as clean as that. I'll have to show you pictures, but. Yeah, just kind of experienced that already, so it's a funny coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> total recall. That total recall. That, hey, that's total recall. Uh, Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger doesn't remember who he is, and, <laughs> and he eventually we. does. <laughs> is that why he goes into the machine? To unlock mm. his memories? To finally... No. No. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, it's you. It's you. It's you. Yeah. It's you. But, yeah. No, I'm going to... But, like, gonna, total recall, I thought about giving you this... Uh, whole spiel about how you know we're trying to recall movies yeah and this is yeah total recall <laughs> <laughs> i'm totally not recalling this movie um you know it's funny i thought about taking this off the list until i watched it again oh, but i really? told myself no 
this would be a good one to challenge Jeff to because I know that he's probably watched it more than I have. And so I just left it on the list thinking like, I'm going to eventually challenge him to it. Like he's probably not going to, you know, pick this movie because I bet he would I enjoy was, doing it. I was going through the list with Chrissy and she, I was trying to find a movie she'd never seen. And uh, I played the trailer for this and she's like, play it. And so we yeah. did. And then she fell asleep halfway through. So <laughs> <laughs> It's not... If I remember right, it's not particularly well written. It is one of those like, eh, let's throw Schwarzenegger I mean, in here and give him some nothing, one-liners. There's nothing against the movie. It's just she she passes out no matter what, yeah. like halfway through a movie. It's yeah, just it's true. It's just a fact. <laughs> I we live the same life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I try. Sometimes you know, Liz will surprise me and she'll be engaged in the movie, but otherwise she's like, no, no. yeah. Even if you started early, it's like, oh, it's at seven thirty already. <laughs> she's asleep already. <laughs> It's disappointing. Yeah. We had to watch Lord of the Rings in like one hour segments. So it took yeah. us forever. But yeah, in order for it to work, she had to stay awake. And so one hour at a time. But yeah, I don't know. I'll go watch the movie. I'm excited. I'm going to throw it up on the projector, <laughs> and eat some dinner and watch the movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go watch this movie because clearly I don't remember it. So I don't even know who the characters are, what their names are, and I don't even think they know who they are. Okay, then. If I'm not me, who the hell am I? Beats me. I just work here. When you need to clap loud, you can't clap loud. Because <laughs> I don't want it to be real sharp, and then it's like off the scale, which I guess it doesn't matter, but... Right. But then you try to do like flat-handed, and it just sounds like... It's muffled. Just, just the, the wimpy, the wimpy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't clap. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch the movie. Yeah, what'd you think? It's good. Because it, it's funny, you chose this one, and I didn't really even relate it to the last one we did, Tremors. <laughs> because it's like, it's almost, when you watch it, the production quality, it's almost like a B-movie. You know what I mean? It's Which like is funny because I heard that it was one of the more expensive films of that time. Yeah. And it yeah. kind of looks like they were trying to make it that way or not make it expensive, but it little, looked like they were trying to go all in with trying to create this world and these effects and these new effects that were coming out. And they all just fell slightly short. Yeah. Yeah. Of, it's like, yeah, if they went too far with the realism you know, some of the other parts would look worse, I think, in my opinion. Like, yeah, like some of the monster effects would look yeah. a little hokey. And, you know, that, that scene on the escalator where that guy's getting shot up and he uses a oh, human yeah. shield. Yeah. <laughs> I have a note about that. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, like, it's like they they wanted to cr create this world to make it believable. To where like this is the future and this is what the future could be like but they just missed the mark on like actually creating a, a rich enough world to be like that is the future because it just wasn't convincing that that's the future they no. didn't have they didn't have future clothes but then they semi had future cars and and goofy guns they're yeah like <laughs> goofy guns that still just seem like they shot bullets just yeah they're just right it's just guns that shoot bullets guns and like i wrote down like uh the future kitchen, like when he's making breakfast first thing in the morning, right. it's just like a, it's just a hand blender. <laughs> yeah. And all like, the like 
widescreen TVs are turned on their sides, so they're like vertical. Yeah. TV screens. And they're all. I mean, obviously the technology of the time, but you know they're all still yeah. like the regular TVs, and it's just when you watch movies like that that are like this is the future, and they didn't have the filmmaking technology to really upscale it. Watching them now, you're just like, oh, it's not the future. (laughs) This is weird. But anyway, you want a you want a quick speed run of how uh, Douglas Quaid? Sure. Yeah. Goes through uh, Total Recall. Recall. Yeah. Recall. (laughs) Let's recall this. Yeah. In just a few (laughs) moments, he might have Total Recall. (laughs) Rico. (laughs) Okay. Rico. So. Ironside. Yeah, the very beginning of the movie is, and I'm gonna, as I retell this, I'm gonna try and keep up with a couple of my notes. The very first thing you had mentioned, uh, we were talking about the effects and everything. The first scene, his dream yeah. sequence where he's on Mars and he slips off the side of a cliff and cracks his glass, his face glass, head glass, um, he, dome, his helmet. Yes, yes, and uh, he starts to decompress and eyes are bulging and <laughs> uh, that occurs so he has this dream where he's with this woman and they're taking a walk on Mars and he has a misstep and falls and breaks the glass on his helmet and then he wakes up he's all sweaty and he's in bed with Sharon Stone yes. I forgot she was in this mm-hmm. I couldn't picture his you know his fake wife Sharon Stone um and she comforts him and and says, oh, it was that dream again. And was she there? And, you know, because it's this brunette woman. Right. And so they both wake up. He's making breakfast. He's watching the news. And the news is all about, like, this terror war going on on Mars between this corporate giant that mines for whatever the metal is, whatever it's the like ore ter- is. Terrinium or it's just Tr- the T. Yeah. And it's not tritium, but something, something like, like that. Terrarium, Tra- you know, <laughs> Tab- 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 uh, unobtainium and unobtainium. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. Um, but anyway, they're talking about that where these this mining company is fighting off these rebels on Mars and the rebels. You just come to find out or they're trying to fight for better living conditions on Mars and working yeah. conditions and all that. And the mining companies controlled by one guy and now i can't remember his name gohagen gohagen yeah he's the corporate boss richter is the goon boss the lackey um, yeah yeah the lackey that messes everything up exactly. <laughs> i kind of for- forgot about that plot twist right um, towards the end anyway so douglas quaid um you know, he talks with his wife for a little bit. He goes to work. He's a construction worker using 1980s construction equipment in the future. <laughs> <laughs> He's just wearing muscles 1980s just like, clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Jiggling yeah. muscles. Yeah, Arnold mm-hmm. with his uh, sleeveless shirt just going to town on a jackhammer or with a jackhammer. Um, <laughs> and he stops his buddy mid-work and screams right. at him like, yeah, not... Not while they're on break eating lunch, but while right they're in the middle work. of work, he's like, cut off your jack camera and I need to ask you a question. So he asks him if he's ever gone to recall. It's this thing on TV that he saw advertised for 
this company that implants fake memories into your brain. Mm-hmm. So you could go on a vacation and it feels real, except you never went type thing. Right. Um, his friend's like, nah, the last guy that I knew that went there, like ended up lobotomized or something. Yeah. Schizoid embolism. Yeah. Dumbest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Schiz- schizoid embolism. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I think we talked about this just before I was like, you know, I'm going to watch this and then it's going to be an immediate retelling and I'm probably going to still forget some stuff. Now that I'm retelling it, <laughs> <laughs> I think he goes, he goes straight to recall. Yeah, on the way he does home. like okay, directly yeah, there. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He, he goes ahead and he goes on the way home because his dream has been about Mars. He keeps having this dream on Mars yeah. and he wants to go there. You know, he's got this obsession about it. And so he talks to the recall guy who says, I want to go to Mars and sets him up with a Mars package. And then he sells him on this additional add on where he gets to be a spy. Mm-hmm. Um, this the secret you know, agent. Yeah. Secret agent pack package. Yeah. Where he saves the planet and he's going to do all these things and fight off the bad guys and, and win the girl and um, and it'll be great. So Wade buys in on it. He goes to have his recall. And then suddenly something goes wrong Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's trying to be held down. They're trying to sedate him because he's waking up in a panic, screaming like Mars, you know, they're going to get me and Mars. And they finally sedate him and the people at the recall are like, wipe his memory, put him in a cab, um, get him out of here shred all his files because they don't want another like lawsuit on their hands. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Got a drink. I'm talking so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. So he's in a cab. He kind of comes to, and it's this uh, Johnny cab. It's like yeah. this robot yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah. As I was watching this, I was like, Oh, this is all coming back to me because all this imagery was mm-hmm. hitting me. And I kind of, I forgot about the Johnny cab, but it's a very, well, it's iconic for the people that see this movie. Right. You know, the robot face. Um, the Johnny Cab takes him um, back home. And some guys try to jump him in the garage, don't they? Yeah. 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 I can't remember. It's in the garage or somewhere nearby or it's by his apartment building. But some I, guys try to get him. Yes. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. and he's able to fight them off, kills them all. Um, and you can clearly tell, like, not only is it just because Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big guy and they leaned into it, like, he's a big, strong dude, so he can muscle his way through things, but he had some training, even though he's supposed to be this normal construction worker guy. Yeah. yeah. Takes There's him that, out. That pause at the end when he looks at the gun and drops it. Yeah. Like, like I just like did Like, I just did all that? Yeah, yeah I just did yeah. all this. So he runs upstairs. Um, and freaks out, closing all the blinds, telling his wife, like, there's people trying to kill me. And, you know, there's something about Mars and all that. And she, you know, is like, you're crazy. You know, you went to that recall place. Like, you're freaking out. You know, you're, you're just coming off of this recall thing. Um, it's, it's delusion. And then he holds up his bloody hands. It's like, this just look like delusion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I remembered all the one lines that he does say in this movie because you're right. It's it is one of those movies that's yeah. just a vehicle for him to do it. Yeah. There 
there are a lot of one-liners in this and and not only him there are a couple others like uh i mean they're not as good obviously like ronnie cox yeah. has one or two um, yeah but, um uh, so he freaks out i think he goes into the bathroom in the shower he comes back out of the the room and lights are still turned off because that's what he did and a shadowy figure pulls up a gun and starts trying to shoot him mm-hmm. and he finally gets the lights kicked back on and the shadowy figure after he's struggling with him is his wife. I know. It's like <laughs> the, the whole scene is supposed to play like he wouldn't know who it is. Yeah. And yeah. it's clearly his wife. Yes. <laughs> clearly the sil- silhouette of his wife. She was in like some aerobic suit. She was yeah. like, playing tennis when he got home. Yeah. Or practicing tennis. Um, so they have a fist fight. He eventually gets the upper hand on her and then she's like, whoa, it's okay. Like he starts she starts to fill in and tell him a little bit about what's going on she's like you know that recall place woke you up you weren't supposed to i'm i'm i've just been assigned to your case like you've only been here for six weeks like we aren't really married etc etc she kind of spills the beans a little bit she's like this is what's going on so please don't kill me like yeah and she really didn't yeah you're right she didn't have to no but it gets like, him to calm I just thought you were crazy, so I tried to shoot you in the face. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like you scared me. I thought you were going to kill me. Uh, yeah, but, something. Yeah. Um, but really, what she was doing is she was trying to buy time, get him to stay yeah. calm, while some other agents of the agency—they just call the, it the agency—the agency—make <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, make their way up to his apartment. He catches them in the security cam, so he runs away. And oh, he punches her and knocks her out. He during runs away. Their, I think during their fight, she hits him twice in the balls, like two separate oh, really? times. I, <laughs> there were like four times he's hitting the nuts, I think, in this movie. I don't. And it's, it's only just every time it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like there's always that close up <laughs> of his face, <laughs> like, gritting his teeth. <laughs> yeah, this is that movie that just really leans on the, the Arnold grunting. Really? Like, it yeah, really does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every he's in a struggle a bunch of times and they yeah, he's in that doing that a long time. Um so I mentioned that note earlier about the future kitchen mm-hmm. and the old technology, like all the TVs, the jackhammers. Uh totally forgot about the cab driver. Yeah. Um and then right now is when this quote happens when he realizes she's just distracting him. Mm-hmm. He says, Clever girl. Like, yeah, he goes. Uh, yeah. I thought that when I was watching it, I was like it's like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I, I meant to look it up. What year was this total recall? This was 90. 1990. Okay, so prior. Just um Yeah. To Jurassic Park. But yeah, I just heard it. I was like, oh, that's funny. It's a good yep. quote. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, nobody wears nobody wears clothing like any sort of futuristic clothing. Not one person. No. It's all mm-hmm. just regular clothing. And I've thought about this with other future movies. Maybe Maybe clothing really doesn't evolve, yeah, you know, right? that much. Because no fashion that just, yeah, like it's possible. Like, because we kind of like hit the peak of all right, what do we wear? We wear shirts and pants and socks and shoes, and so really, it's only just the style. It wouldn't be like some new duds. I don't know. Right. I could. I could maybe see. It's it, always. But... It's always two different like routes with clothes. It's either like utilitarian, like you know, just very. It is what it is. And then mm-hmm. there's the extravagant fashion that's just way out of left field. Yeah. Yeah. And there's hardly ever 
anything in between. It's one or the other usually. Like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Mm-hmm. That's, that's maybe like that towards the realistic. Yeah. yeah. A little more cyberpunk. Just cleaner lines, but really same still, kind of clothing. Still yeah. got a couple of people with ties on. Yeah. 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 But anyway, now he's being he sneaks out of the apartment, sneaks down the stairs, and the bad guys are after him. He, they're tracking him down with some like uh <laughs> aliens <laughs> motion sensor box. <laughs> 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 He's in the room, but um, <laughs> you just hear him in the distance, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in the room. <laughs> but so Douglas Quaid is on the run. These guys yeah. are chasing him. They eventually sort of catch up with him near the subway. And this is the part you were talking about where they're like on the escalator and they're shooting at him from the top. Yeah. He's riding the escalator up. They shoot some poor civilian, and then he immediately just grabs them and starts using them as a human shield. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then throws him at the at him yes. after he's they, done with them. The guys behind him, he picks them up and throws them at him. But that's the note I made about it. Is I was like, God, like this is back in the day where that you know they stopped using squibs like that. Um, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> of that type of squib. Now they use compressed air instead of actual charges. But those were like black powder charges yeah just they all wear over on his body vest. i was thinking about yeah. him like that guy specifically he was like damn he went through yeah. a lot yeah and <laughs> apparently stuntmen would get like bruised up and burnt and stuff all the time when they used those old squibs oh. and those were huge squibs yeah they were all they over were this movie big <laughs> it makes for a really cool impact but when you watch it now you're like man that's that's intense but anyway yeah uh he eventually gets away and makes it to a hotel. If I remember correctly, goes into the Ritz. Mm-hmm. It's a Hilton. Oh, that one's a Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. They're, so they're both Hiltons. Okay. Yeah. It's just um, Hilton. Yeah. They, there was the whole thing about like the Hilton. And I think they'd used Pepsi products, something like that. Yeah. Pepsi is everywhere. Yeah. Um, but he makes it into a room and he ends up getting a phone call from an unknown person that's telling yeah. him like, hey, I've got the case for you. Come down here and get it. And Doug is like, how do I trust you? He said, listen, man, you said if you ever disappeared, come find you. You disappeared. Here I am. Come take the case. Right. Uh, he does. The guys are still chasing him. He grabs the case. They're hot on his trail. but. I can't exactly remember how he gains some distance on him. He gets into another Johnny cab. That's and right. He, yeah. And, and he just rips it out and uses yes. a little joystick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, there's and golf carts. <laughs> that's another example of like, they're just like, Arnold, you're a huge dude. Let's just show you do feats of strength where he just rips things apart. Yeah. And so he does the Arnold grunt again. And <laughs> rips off yeah like you said the johnny cab drives away he gets away i don't remember why did he tell him to put the wet towel on his head Uh, because it dampens the signal from the that's how he gets some distance yeah yeah okay bug in his head yeah yeah so he's able to drive away he eventually makes it to a um this old cement um half built construction site exactly opens up the case case has a video of himself 
with some supplies. And, and just like there are a, there's an absurd amount of rats that just don't care. Yeah. I, that are just they, chilling. Just, yeah, they're just chilling and they just allow him to be there. They don't run yeah. away or anything. It's like, well, well trained. <laughs> yeah, well trained trained rats. Um and he sets up the video. The video basically tells him, like, hey, you're me. If you're watching this, um, you know, I've escaped the agency and I've got all of this information in my head and I need you to recover it. So uh, go to Mars, find Kuato, and he'll unlock your memories. And get your ass to Mars. Yeah, get your ass to Mars. <laughs> get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Um, so while he's watching this video, he, this is another like puppet uh, fake uh, animatronic uh, head, but every time I saw this when I was a kid, yeah. man. I could not. <laughs> With a big bulge in his nose. Yeah. yeah. But he has this like little tool, tells him to ram it up his nose because he's got a bug in his head and it's going to extract it. And it's this fake puppet yeah. head, animatronic head, um, exaggerated characteristics, but it's this giant um, gobstopper. <laughs> he rips it really out of his is. head. It's like, why'd it yeah. have to be so big? <laughs> yeah. And he pulls it out, gets rid of that. He puts it in some of the food he was eating and gives it to the rats and he makes his escape because yeah. the agency guys are right behind him. Um, the case also had some money, so now he can get around. Right. Agency guys show up, they shoot up all the rats cause they think that's where he is. And then they hear the recording that says, get your ass to Mars. And they're like, Oh, I guess we got to go to Mars. So yeah. All right. What are we at? 20 minutes here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not bad. I think I'll have this up in the next uh, 10 minutes. <laughs> see, do I have any other notes? Oh, yeah. Is this the future? I don't remember. Does it ever say the year? I don't think it does. I don't think it does either. I think that's there's a point to that because yeah. it's trying to make it as ambiguous as possible, whether or not it's a dream or reality. Oh, like yeah. The entire film. Yeah, because I had these thoughts because... You know, I made these notes. And so the older note, like I mentioned, was this old technology, old clothing, old this. And so later on, I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember there being text saying the year. So I was like, maybe this isn't the future. You I mean, know, if you think about out. it, if you think about it, like logically, like 40 years ago, there was a lot of the same technology that we use like mm -hmm. right now, like cars, like, yeah, things like that. So I'm sure the future, like they're using the cheapest possible thing for everything, even yeah. if they have the have the technology. That's how right. I how I look at it. But yeah, I uh, thought in my head maybe it was just that's kind of the point. Is like, yeah. what if 1990 we had already made it to Mars? You know that type of thing. Like, mm -hmm. what would 1990 Mars look like, and what would 1990 <laughs> Earth still look 19, like? 1990 it's, Mars. Yeah, and so maybe it wasn't meant to be <laughs> yeah, that yeah, far yeah. into the future, but. Anyway, so Douglas makes it to Mars. He's at customs, and so did the agency guys. They blow past him, but they stop in their tracks because Douglas is actually disguised as this woman who's, I guess, his head thing. Right. That's, uh, making him look like a woman is malfunctioning, and he's freaking out. And then another <laughs> How animatronic. How long is Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. Springer fruits or vegetables, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two weeks. So yeah. this little mask comes off of Wade's head, reveals him, 
and he throws it at the guards who have now surrounded him and the head explodes, giving yeah. him just enough room to escape, especially after somebody shoots out one of the windows of the dome on Mars. So, yeah, atmosphere and oxygen's all leaving. They barely make it. They shut down the room and Quaid slips out underneath the door. Yeah, a lot of information at once shows yes. that. You know, if they shoot any of the windows, that happens. Exactly. And I think, you know, there's some exposition as they're approaching Mars. There's like these little audio clips of overhead announcers saying like these domes are in place for your protection and oxygen and Mm -hmm. all that. So. So Quaid makes it to another hotel, the Hilton. Checks in with his new ID as his old self. um, Shit. Havard, Havard, Howard, Sam's night. God, what is his it's name now? Hauser. Hauser. Yeah, That's yeah. right. And I don't know if they say his first name. I don't think time. so. Hauser. Mm-hmm. So his new ID that was Hauser, who is apparently this old identity of himself, the original one. Has a safety lock box at the Hilton when he checks in. And the only thing that's in there is a poster for this um, strip bar. Yeah. That says, ask for Molina. Yes. Um, the Mortal Kombat Molina. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I was like, isn't Molina a character from Mortal Kombat? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he hops in a cab with... Um, Again, man, I'm blanking on all these character names. Um, Benny. Benny. Yeah, Benny, come on. Yes. Um, I got five kids to feed, man. Yeah, I got five kids to feed. Come <laughs> on. So he hops in the cab with him after the rebels um, start a fight. They barely escape and they head towards Last Resort, the, the strip bar. Mm-hmm. Hops in, asks for Molina, flashes some cash. Melina comes to him, says, let's go upstairs, honey. Um, and as soon as she closes the door on her room, she slaps him, freaks yes. out. It's like, what the hell? You didn't tell me whether you're alive or dead. You couldn't write me. She thought he was dead. Um, but then she starts to forgive him. And then Quaid Hauser starts to tell her, like, I don't remember you. And I don't remember anything that's going on. I'm Quaid now. And you're not. And or I don't know you. <laughs> And you're, you're not, not Quaid. Quaid. I am. I'm Quaid. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and he and she didn't quite like that. She was like, "You're lying. Like this is crazy." She gets pissed off him because he th- she thinks he's lying. Um, and then they he leaves again. Yeah, he's like, "I'm leaving." He does this. He leaves before the cops show up again, or the agency shows up. Right? Yeah. Sure. Shit. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I'm hitting a brick wall. Do you remember? I believe they... Because he says, fine, I'm going. I'm playing through it. Yeah. He ends up back at that hotel. Uh, Yes. Okay, you're right. Okay, I remember it now. Okay. Mm -hmm. He does leave. And um, just behind him, he goes back to the hotel. Yes. Yeah. And in the hotel, once he gets in there... Some guy knocks at the door. Yeah. And he says that he's a doctor from recall. Yeah. And he lets him in and he starts to try to convince 
Quaid that, Quaid. hey, you're actually still plugged into a recall machine. You're living out your fantasy and we can't unplug you. You're having a schizophrenic embolism. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can either listen to me and choose to believe me or you can die connected to the machine. And he's like, don't take just my word for it. How about hers? And his wife, Sharon Stone, is there. Um, and she's like, listen, I'm here at recall. I'm, I'm here to try to help guide you out. And after this big spiel, you know, he pulls out his gun, Quaid does, and points it at the doctor. And he's like, well, if this isn't real, I could kill you and nothing matters. And the doctor tries to convince him by saying, no, if you kill me, you'll have no one to guide you out and you'll die too. So yeah. don't do that. But Quaid realizes, wait a minute, this son of a bitch is sweating. Like yeah. he's scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, he shoots him in the head. When I was rewatching this, I when I was watching that scene, as soon as he said that, like, uh, it's like, why don't you believe your wife? I just imagine the door opening as she walks in and she, he just shoots her in the head. like just bullshit yeah bullshit (laughs) he does say it in this scene he uh because he tells the doctor he he says like bullshit and the doctor's like the only bullshit here is yeah your delusion took my moment to get to that what if i just shoot you (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah i so i meant to i had a note down here i forgot the conversation he has with himself um through the video Mm-hmm. from the briefcase I always thought it was weird because like Schwarzenegger's like Hauser's kind of like smiling smirking the whole time telling him he's like come on buddy I need it I need you to do this for me I always thought it was just like a it's just a weird way to deliver the conversation it, it is uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I if I was in that situation where I had to talk to my future self I probably wouldn't know how to act at all yeah but it's yeah. true. <laughs> be like, but, you goofy guy. So no, he, yeah. he shoots the doctor. He ends up getting in a fight with, um, um, or he, he ends up starting to get taken away by his wife. They make it to the elevator. He's surrounded by bad guys who have him at gunpoint. He's got cuffs on him. And yeah, the, in the in the room the walls like blown out yeah yes that's taken out yeah 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 he's beaten up by the guys they all walk out they make it to the elevator elevator door opens and they think it's gonna be michael ironside but it's actually melina who machine guns all the guards and ends up with a one-on-one fight with um laurie sharon stone yeah yeah um laurie yeah laurie Mm -hmm. they fight Lori wins. She's about to kill Melina. Melina and then Quaid is able to shoot her. It's like, but honey, we're yeah. married. We're married. <laughs> Consider this a divorce. Yeah, a divorce. <laughs> a divorce. <clears throat> so he shoots her in the head. She's dead. They run yeah. away. Then right after they run away, um, Richter gets off the elevator, who, by the way, is in cahoots. Uh, with Laurie. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, they're a couple. They're a couple. And he sees so he that just, and he's pissed. Yeah, and yeah, he's pissed because right before this, I forgot, right before this and before he was all pissed off again, he had just been talked down about not trying to kill Quaid because his boss, Cohagen, was like, listen, you dumb son of a bitch, stop trying to kill him. I need him alive. 
I want him alive. And he off screen tells him the reasons why. So we don't know the reason why he really wants him alive mm-hmm. yet. So Richter and that guy chase after him again. They almost have the drop on them, but they're in front of windows of the dome. And so they're able to escape again. They rush back to last resort where uh, I have the note down for this. Uh, uh, Schrader <laughs> from uh, Agent Schrader from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Stop. Yes. I was trying to figure out who that was like the whole time. Could you like, <laughs> could you hear it in his voice and stuff? Like that's a recognizable dude. Yeah. Not at all. It's, no. And I, I had don't no remember. Idea it was him. Yeah, it's totally him. Um, I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent sure. He isn't. I did see him in the yeah. cast, and I yeah, remember Dean thinking Norris. to myself, like, "What is he doing in this movie?" Yeah, but yeah, he Tony. was Tony with the weird uh, oyster. Yeah, the weird flap. face. <laughs> <laughs> There's mutants on Mars, everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you didn't, if you didn't realize it, that's another part of the exposition. Is like you learn that Cohagen and that company who first set up these colonies on Mars, they made these really cheap domes that let in radiation. So there are generations of mutants on Mars from that first colonizers. Um, and they sell them the air, like they don't give them free air and yeah. all of this. Basically it's like they're all these colonized people who have been there for generations. Now they're all being mistreated by this greedy corporation. So anyway, <laughs> they make it back to last resort. Tony helps them escape down a tunnel. And just as they do, the agency shows up and starts shooting up the whole place. Yeah. Um, they barely make it out through these tunnels. And um, Cohagen calls off the attack and says, because, you know, he's just been let know that, hey, they're in this sector. Um, we've got them pinned down. Cohagen says, yeah, great. Get out of the sector. We'll, we'll seal it off and we're going to turn off the air. So now mm-hmm. you have all these civilians plus the rebels that are all going to be slowly suffocating. Um, so Melina guides Quaid through those tunnels into the ruins to meet Kowatu, who turns out to be uh, the guy we were talking about. Yeah. The mutant stuck yeah. to the guy's belly. And you know why I wrote this down? Uh <laughs> And the note I wrote down was Arby's. We have the meat. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't know if you ever saw those like spoof videos. I'll have to find one and send it to you. No, I think I know what you're talking about. But they use Kawatu and they do the the Arby's voice guy. And they have them say like, Arby's, we have the meat. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why in my head, he had had a a deep voice echoey voice but yeah. no you're right it was just like a normal voice guy just normal guy yeah release your mind open your mind <laughs> so he does and he unlocks what quaid knows which is there's this ancient alien artifact reactor um underneath pyramid mountain on mars yeah and um cohagen knows about it and decided not to turn it on because they were all afraid if they turned it on, it'll destroy the entire planet. Yeah, it'll release the terrarium and poison everyone. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And they want to mine that shit. So they do. <laughs> so, so he doesn't <laughs> want to do that. But what Quaid saw is that actually it was placed there by the aliens to 
um, heat up this huge, they said that the core of Mars was ice and it would melt the ice, releasing the oxygen in the atmosphere, providing oxygen for the whole planet. Mm -hmm. Right. So he gets this information and right then the agency bursts through the walls, start gunning down everybody and Molina, um, Kowatu and Quaid barely escape only to be cornered and Kowatu gets killed. Yes. Um, Molina and Quaid get kidnapped and or captured, not kidnapped. <laughs> they get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, they get kidnapped by some strangers, not the agency. <laughs> they quickly get um, captured and brought into a room where they talk with Cohagen and Cohagen lays out the whole thing. He's like, hey, guess what? This was all a part of the plan. Thank you so much, Quaid, for leading us to Kowatu. We squashed the entire rebellion, all thanks to you. You've been a sleeper agent this whole time. Yes. And he's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and he's like, no, sir. Um, actually, this was all a part of the plan. We were, you volunteered. Hauser volunteered to have his memory wiped and had a new one put in there so that he could convincingly eventually infiltrate the rebellion um, as a norm, normal civilian. Yes. Um, and he's like, well, this was all messed up when you went to recall and Richter, you know, went off the rails and started trying to kill you. But it still worked out in the end. And he's like, well, I still don't believe it. Quaid didn't believe it. So he shows him a video of himself, Hauser, finishing corroborating Cohagen's story saying, yeah, no, thank you so much for doing this. But now I want my body back. So we're going to re-implant my memories. They take both Molina and Quaid into a recall machine and they're about to wipe their memories and reinstall everything. And Quaid summons his Schwarzenegger strength. <laughs> <laughs> he summons his... <laughs> <laughs> he rips out one of the little arm bracers that is locking him into the chair, stabs the doctors, starts freeing himself and freeing Molina. And they go straight for the reactor. Yes. Because he knows Melina doesn't. So she's screaming at him like, no, we got to go save all those people who are suffocating. He's like, no, we got to go to the reactor. This is what it does. Uh, they make it to where they think it is. It's a blocked off wall. Um, Benny shows up with one of the little mining drills, tries to squash him. They kill Benny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like the, I remember that scene after I started watching, I was like, oh yeah, I always thought this was kind of like the dumbest scene. <laughs> Um, because scroll he, you. yeah, <laughs> scroll you. Because he like drills a hole in the hydraulic hose, which stops the drill machine, and then he drills a hole through the wall. And Benny's just like, "Where are you? I'm gonna squash right. you." And yeah, yeah it's just kind of like, eh. anyway, it looked like he had enough room in the cabin to move out of the way. To move it out of the way, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he kills Benny, and oh, hey, Benny just knocked a hole in the wall that we thought ended yeah. our tunnel so they go through the hole in the wall and there's the reactor um they have a quick gunfight with a bunch of agency guys in richter but they use this holographic projection wristwatch uh to trick all of them yeah and they kill them all um quaid has a final fist fight with richter on the elevator up to the control station of the reactor 
and beats him up and then Richter's hanging off the edge of the elevator and he gets <laughs> his arms chopped off and he falls down and that's whenever yeah. uh, he delivers the line. See you at the party, Richter. Yeah. <laughs> he throws their arms back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he makes it to the top and Cohagen's there freaking out, saying like, you can't turn it on. It's going to just kill everybody. It's going to poison everybody. And he has the drop on him and with a gun. And then last second, Molina scales up like the counterweight for the elevator. Right. And uh, shoots Cohagen. Um, no, she doesn't shoot Cohagen. That's right. She does. She, she does shoot him. She just, but she just wounds him. And right? like the shoulder. Yeah. The, yeah. She, she hits him twice, I think. That's and, right. She hits him. And then, but also this exhaust port opens up and there's a bomb. He like Cohagen had his had a detonator. Oh, yeah, because he was gonna blow the whole thing up. He was gonna yeah. blow it up. Yeah, yeah. And he hits him. The bomb gets when thrown. he gets shot. He hits the button for like yeah. a thirty second delay. Yeah. Why? Why he had that on there? I don't yeah. know what. Like, maybe, <laughs> I guess well, to get out. You know, I was gonna say yeah. I think maybe he was going to blow it up and then uh, run away. Yeah. But yeah, and so that gave Arnold just enough time to throw it down the exhaust port, and that's yes. when it explodes. That explodes. Atmosphere is pulling out, so they're all being pulled away. Yeah. Hagen does not have the strength, so he gets sucked out and launched into the vacuum of Mars. <laughs> and he's sitting there on the ground doing the same thing from the first in the movie. Just, <laughs> just can't breathe. His head's ever expanding. His eyeballs are starting oh to bulge. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Arnold is able to climb himself towards the control, put his hand on the control button, and activate the reactor reactor starts to go and starts to churn and both Molina and Arnold get sucked out into Mars and so now they're both suffocating the reactor starts to melt the ice spewing oxygen into the atmosphere saving Arnold and Molina just in time right saving all the people just in time from suffocating you know basically giving freeing Mars because that was like their thing free Mars um by giving them free oxygen. Like now they don't have to be reliant on the company and all that. So he does that and he ends up kissing Molina. And that's it. And then that's it. That's the end of the movie. That's and the I, end of the movie. I was thinking about that scene when they're suffocating on the surface of Mars and just every, all of that, like everything they went through in that situation, they would be left with so much trauma Yes. <laughs> they probably wouldn't be able to stand or even see no. after that. <laughs> yeah, know? I thought the same thing. Like, there's a lot of damage that's done when this occurs. And on top of that, Mars is cold. Right. So, like, all the windows of the domes broke, releasing air, free air into all the cities and stuff. But Mars is freezing. Yeah. There's a lot. They, when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah, because it was a desert, I always thought as a kid that Mars was hot. And when I found out that actually... Mars is cold and like humans wouldn't survive on the typical mm -hmm. surface of Mars. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, yeah, that was the end of the movie. It was great. Yeah. It's just cheesy enough that if you watch it, you just can kind of enjoy it a little bit. Right. I, I was thinking about when I was a kid, like it, it taught me all the wrong science lessons, but it gave me enough interest to learn about like what would happen, you know? Yeah. And it is very interesting because I was watching this and I was like, it's kind of drawing on. It's, it's a two hour movie. Could be 15 minutes shorter. 
like you watch it and it's nonstop. Like it's constant moving. Yeah. It's constant action, very little exposition. And so you don't get too wrapped up in the story. Cause like, what is the main conflict? It's a corporation holding down it's, these people. Mutants yeah, rising there's, up there's from little oppression. things here and there. Yeah. And like, with Quaid being a part of it, yeah, that's all it is, is just Cohagen's ridiculously right. complicated plot to get to Kwatu. Yeah, and kill him. to stop that's these it. rebels. Yeah, yeah, and Kwatu wants to know the secret that Quaid has. Yes. It's total it's, shot in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> the way that the story is told, it's not, to me, it's not so much fulfilling, and I wish it were. But then it wouldn't be the type of movie it is. So it's the type of movie it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's, it's great. Yeah. There's a bunch of like crazy effects and ridiculous action. Right. But I would, I'll admit this is one of the Arnold movies that I saw the least, I think. Yeah, exactly. Be- because of like some of the effects are disturbing. They are. And yeah, like the and, guy, the guy in his belly disturbed me when I was younger because he's so glossy. He looks yeah, so moist and the like expanding in the Martian like surface. Yeah, if you weren't Ugh. scared of the vacuum of space before. Yeah, <laughs> even though. Yeah. So Mars doesn't it does have an atmosphere. It just doesn't have a strong enough atmosphere for what we would need. Right. But yeah, it's just kind of crazy. Like watching that, the practical prosthetics for the mutants, mm-hmm. you know, they they look very stylized art. Like it looked as if there was concept art. Just they took it from the page. And you're like, yeah, no, it's OK. Do that. <laughs> it doesn't need to look like anywhere near a normal mutation. We'll just make it like far out there mutation. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. People with these weird descended eyeballs and. Like looking like gills on the back of their heads. Yeah. The cab driver, Benny, who was a sleeper mutant. No, I was talking about I was talking about Johnny Cab. (laughs) Oh, Johnny Cab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just like the fake looking. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, Johnny Cab. And that's so that's a good point because clearly it was made to look like a cheap, like animatronic cab. Yeah. Not a super sophisticated future cab. And maybe that was kind of part of the point of the movie is like we talked about what would 90s space look like. Um, They mentioned it. They made all these cheap domes in the beginning that got all these people sick. So maybe they just were like, yeah, couldn't keep up the radiation. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, eh, let's do the cheapest thing possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's the dystopia of the future. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what if a future occurred where they didn't really roll with, well, we should make to- technology better and improve lives and stuff like it. It was just like, mm-hmm. eh, if we can make nah. it to Mars, let's get there and start mining the shit out of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, let's make money. <laughs> yeah, which is probably our actual future. Right. It, but, yeah. Start to look like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Paul Ver- Verhoeven, the director, is yeah. totally like most of his movies, like yes. Starship Troopers and... RoboCop. More, I see more RoboCop though, at least a little bit. For sure. Because Starship Troopers (laughs) came out when, you know, CG Mm -hmm. was emerging. And I'll tell you, I think we've talked about this before. I love Starship Troopers. It still holds up. Yeah. It's like, 
there were aspects of that that like when I was a kid and saw it, I did not immediately notice the satire. Yeah. Like it was just, no. you know, they're bugs and they're shooting him. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, no, no exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then when you watch it later, you're like, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Starship there. Troopers is is great. Yeah. The way the movie was made and everything. And I, you know, granted, I have not read the book. I think this is why we've talked about it. Haven't you watched you read it? Uh no, I didn't read it. Oh, maybe I've talked to somebody else about this, but like I supposedly the book is like it's kind of that sort of book it's trying to be a satire of Mm -hmm. a militarized society and stuff like that and um it's very supposedly very interesting a very good read but it's just a great movie yeah even the cheap the the bad cgi is really good because like right in that golden era of like it's not good enough to scrutinize at a very minute detail but it's makes it look real enough they were getting can, yeah they were getting a lot yeah. better at the composition right yeah you Bring can suspend CG your belief people in it at the same right. time it's like yes they we're getting a the lot shooting better shooting and yeah and all the practical effects and that like yeah like the big giant wounds and all that and starship troopers was very much this director's Ugh. mo yeah that kind of makes me want to watch Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> that is a movie I think I could do because I haven't, I haven't watched it in like you know a couple of years, but it's one that I watch every couple of years because I just I think it's good. I, if I had to pick my favorite from Paul, it'd probably be Ro- RoboCop. I think yeah, is my favorite from him. But yeah, that one's that one's scarred into my brain because <laughs> yeah, the toxic waste and the. Ugh. <laughs> Help me. Yeah. 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 Ugh. But anyway, yeah, that was uh that was total recall. I I'm glad you picked it. I'm glad I got to do this type we got to do this type of episode again where it's like, well, you gotta go watch it. Yes. And now let's see how well you could do with a speed run. And yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it is. I, I need to remember to watch it more often and I need to get Lish to watch it because she came in as I was like partway through it. You know, I was just immediately went and turned it on and watched, uh, ate dinner. She's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the best response. It's, yeah. It's like a total recall. It's like, Oh, this is, is what this? you were challenged to. Like, yeah. No, I was challenged to it. So I need to get her to watch it. Cause I think she needs to experience some of these types of movies. Just, just get an yeah. appreciation for it. Right. Yeah. I think Chrissy just needs to finish it. That's what she needs. <laughs> She does this thing where she'll uh, she'll pretend that she's not seen a movie, and yeah. then we'll watch that movie because she knows she knows me. She knows that I just I love to experience movie again for the first time with somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she'll just forget it. <laughs> she'll just forget a movie. So, so she'll, she'll genuinely forget it and be like, "Oh, we should watch this," and then start to watch it and you realize see, she. I don't know. Oh, because she's. <laughs> oh, that's how you know it's true love. She's just like, yeah, I don't remember this at all. And then later she said to me, she's like, yeah, after watching that first half, I totally started to remember it. Uh Oh, she totally gave it away. (laughs) It's like, wait. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least she's willing to rewatch all these movies with you. Yep. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Well, okay. Well, I don't have anything else for Total Recall. I think I recalled it pretty good for speed run after yeah 
Yeah, after I mean, watching it yesterday, but you actually had a total recall. (laughs) Yeah, it it only took me 24 hours, but I had a total recall. They do, I mean, they say that I know I mentioned it earlier, but you know, that line is delivered. He's like, Yeah, he doesn't remember anything, and he's like, Yeah, but he could at any moment have a total recall. Yeah, total recall, recall. Yeah, anyway, um, that's it for this episode. So if you all would like to get a hold of us, please do so. You can reach out to us by email at moviememorypodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media and um, follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Go to linktree.com backslash moviememoriespodcast uh, to find out exactly how to do that. And otherwise, for those of you that have not seen Total Recall, the original 1990 with Arnold, um, we cannot exaggerate on how many of the Arnold nyans there are in this movie. So just have a listen. Ah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>